his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. KCBS political reporter Doug Sovereign is away today. I'm Patty Rising. And I'm Eric Thomas. California's last nuclear plant, owned by PG&E in Diablo Canyon, is set to be decommissioned by the year 2025. But Governor Newsom may be going back on that plan. This comes at a time when public opinion on nuclear energy's role in fighting the climate crisis is shifting. A recent poll from the L.A. Times and UC Berkeley finds that 44 percent of Californians actually favor building more nuclear reactors in the state. We are going to talk more about the nuclear elephant in the room. We're going to turn to the KCBS Ring Central Newsline and speak with Daniel Kamen, a professor of energy at UC Berkeley and a science envoy for the U.S. State Department. Thank you for being our guest this afternoon. Oh, thanks for having me on. Uh, Governor Newsom made news yesterday, talked to the L.A. Times editorial board and said he might want to extend the life of the Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant in San Luis Obispo County and perhaps apply for federal funds to help do that. Did this surprise you? No, it really didn't surprise. Um, And it's not because I would say opinions are shifting. It's really because We are trying to beat down our emissions. We're trying to bring everything to the table. The Biden administration is pro-nuclear. And whether the plant closes now or in a few years doesn't really change the waste situation, um, which is the unresolved part of the story. And so it's kind of fair great game to reconsider it. But I think there's another issue, and that is the cost. What do you mean by that, Dan? Well, it's, it's a tricky point, because when the Songs plant in San Onofre, Southern California, closed, it wasn't because of any political edict. It was because the operator, Southern California Edison, looked at the cost to bring it up to code and found that it was going to be prohibitively expensive, billions of dollars, when the available options, natural gas, solar, and storage, were cheaper. And the operator of, of this plant, Pacific Gas and Electric, looked at it in with a kind of hard financial lens, and they found that shutting it down early, given the low cost of renewables, would actually be beneficial. And so politics aside, it has to also pencil out for the utility, and that's quite unclear. For folks who don't know out there, this is in your wheelhouse, Dan. You have a background in physics and nuclear energy. Uh, but if you check with people after Chernobyl, after Three Mile Island, after Fukushima, uh, the threat of uh, nuclear accident was the biggest problem in the world, but now it's not so much the biggest problem in the world. Well, I am a professor of nuclear engineering, uh, so I do feel like it's in my wheelhouse, that's for sure. But I think the real challenge here is that the cost of renewable energy and of uh, battery systems is plummeting. And so the question isn't what's cheaper today to operate the plant for another day or week versus switching to renewables. The question is, 
if you run it out further and you get these very large costs because it's an older plant, um, is that going to be worth it to the utility? And so when you look at it kind of just, oh, we should keep all low-carbon sources running, um, nuclear included, that's fine. But the utility has had a challenging record with this plant in terms of cost and cost overruns. And that's even before we get to those safety issues. And so the real issue is, does operating this plant for an additional three, five, ten years, even if there's no accidents, make sense relative to the price of renewable energy? And what really adds to the price tag is the storage issue, correct? Well, the storage of nuclear waste, not the storage of energy. Um, correct. For example, I should have solar, been more specific. But, but yeah, so, and, and, the, and the challenge there is the cost of storage is not a simple equation. It's not like um, it's just on the utility to do so. Cost of routine storage is one thing, but if there's any kind of an accident or a spill, then the cost just balloons, and the utility would be on the hook for that. And that's even before we get to human or ecological damage. And so this is not an easy equation, and it's particularly not easy equation because, as they always say about nuclear accidents, one nuclear accident will ruin your whole day. And that isn't meant just to be glib. It's meant to be the cost economic, political, ecological, are huge. And so utility has to weigh that no matter what the governor is thinking. And I sympathize with both sides. There's an argument that renewables are cheaper, we should switch over. There's also an argument that this is an operating older but operating good nuclear plant, and we should run it longer and give us more time to make the renewable options and maybe even the next generation of nuclear plants that much cheaper and safer. Dan, when you say renewables, people translate that as green, usually. Is nuclear power green? (laughs) Great question. Depends who you ask. In California, it's not considered green because of the problems of waste. In many other places, it is considered green. I personally use a different definition. Nuclear is low carbon, like solar and wind. But the problem is the end of the cycle, the the cradle-to-grave aspect of dealing with nuclear waste is certainly not green. We do not have cost-effective solutions. The national solution, Diablo Canyon in Nevada, for which we've spent tens, um, maybe even hundreds of billions of dollars, was closed before it opened because it wasn't seen as a safe repository. And if you don't have a place to put the waste, then the cost of waste is infinite. Do you see any scenario where the Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant operates beyond, let's say, five years? I certainly do. I mean, the plant had an initial lifetime that would run longer than that. Um, We are trying to ramp up all renewables in the mix. And the pressure on California now, which already has a 2045 date for which we need to be zero carbon, is one that many of us, myself included, think should be moved forward to 2035. To do that, keeping Diablo Canyon operating and running makes sense. But this equation about the cost and the risk issues is one that, again, I think this is more of a technical question than a political one. And again, the operator, Pacific Gas Metric, has already come down on the side of closing it now so they don't run into the kind of, of extreme costs that we saw at San Onofre that also seem to be operating fine until they took a look under the hood. 
Great to talk to you. Daniel Kamen, professor of energy at UC Berkeley and science envoy for the U.S. State Department. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.